Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colton Smith and as always I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Stifler. Knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you had to do that. You had to go for the big guns there. The Sofa yeah. Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and educate each other on film. Now it's all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we sit down together and we watch a film and then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated. The beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought about the film. This week's film has been chosen by me for you guys at home and for Jack and Ben. And it is the American classic American Pie. I said American twice. I like that. It's an American classic. (laughs) It's American Pie. It's a pie classic. (laughs) And we're going to talk all things American Pie. But as always, and it's a big one. How has your week been? It was my birthday. And we all three of us had a little day, didn't we? We had a big day. But I feel like the day started a bit earlier for you, Coles. So we touched on last week that me and Jack were planning planning Ben's birthday. What to do. We knew that we wanted we knew that we wanted to make a bit different, didn't we, Jack? Some thrill seeking we wanted, didn't we? <laughs> what we did we discuss? We discussed skydiving. We discussed driving experiences. Paintballing, all all your usual. Y- your yeah. classics, your classics. <laughs> Trip to Amsterdam. <laughs> we Our hands were tied because of COVID and we only had a day and we had to make sure we were back in Manchester for the evening. Uh, but we found, we found the perfect trip, didn't we? We found the perfect trip to Zip World. But I'm going to talk to you about what I think was the hardest thing to um, coordinate and arrange, which is every birthday... Everyone should wake up from their birthday morning and be greeted by balloons, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I think the balloons ideally should say your age, spell your name, and maybe say happy birthday, which is quite a lot of balloons. There's a lot. Isn't it? There's, yeah, there's a lot in there, yeah. And the one thing about when you want to give the balloons to someone you live with is you've got to hide them before. The big day, haven't you? Mm. So I got the do not go in my bathroom, which I don't really go in Colson's bathroom that much, if I'm fair. But I, I didn't, I, he just said, do not go in my bathroom. I'm like, fine, I won't. And then I'm thinking, oh, there's something else. Mine must have been going as soon as that had happened. I tell you what, I didn't think it was what it was. For the entire day to keep six balloons hidden from Ben... I lost a bathroom. <laughs> so do they come in a bag or in a box or do they come just open? I had to walk out of the shopping centre with them open. Oh my And I was God. a little bit worried. Like the thought did come in my head of, am I, am I going to take off? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Great pick of a film that would have been, wouldn't it? We're oh, doing up. <laughs> um, so, and then Ben went to bed, the old birthday eve, which obviously is a big occasion, the birthday eve. We sat down with Hernando's and we watched the American barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when Ben went to bed, then he must, it must have been like Christmas morning. He must have heard me scurrying around outside, rearranging stuff. And then um, I'm going to hand over to Ben for the morning of 
the big birthday bash. So I woke up. Uh, first off, it's wee wee, isn't it? I mean, I think that's a standard for everyone when they wake up. A wee wee. Let's let's just have a wee. Let's start the day how we mean to go on. Let's go to the loo and have a little think about what the day is going to be. And then I have to drink coffee, don't I, Coles? Yeah. I have to drink a coffee. Well, most people do, don't they? Yeah. But that's almost at the same time as wee wee. (laughs) I go out, go and make a coffee. Don't notice the balloons. Don't see them come back out. Then, then at the corner of my eye, it's the full Bella. <laughs> Colton's waiting in the bedroom. They take up the whole front room, don't they? <laughs> They're all bouncing balloons. Very impressive, Colson. Very. My head fell off. I hadn't expected because I joked with my wife about the balloons, didn't I? Yep. I said, well, you're going to struggle to get the balloons in the door without me saying, ha, 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 ha. We both laughed. Sure enough, Colson pulled it out. Whilst all the time I'm thinking, I've just had to have a shower nearly getting strangled by a big bee. (laughs) (laughs) A shit in a shower while being surrounded by balloons. (laughs) Looking at yourself because they were reflective. They were reflective, which meant it hard when you were going to the bathroom. I had two showers. With those balloons in Did my you? bathroom, yeah. Are they still there? They're gone. I've put them in your room for now. <laughs> they, they, they're, they're slowly making their way down. By the time you get back, it'll birthday will be over. I'll have had, I'll have got rid probably. So the plan was breakfast, wasn't it? We're meeting Jack, yeah. at the breakfast place near work. Have a bit of breakfast, and then we're driving to wherever we're gonna go. Yeah. So we hadn't told you much, had we? We gave you a bit of an itinerary. We'd said you can't wear short sleeve. You can't wear shorts. And you didn't have a clue as to what was going on. No, I knew it was a drive and I get quite car sick. So I had to drive myself to my own birthday <laughs> with us. But we did a little road trip, didn't we? And then we're off. You gave me the the postcode, but then I didn't see what it was. Passport's ready because we're going to Wales. We're going to Wales. I know that we're going to North Wales. We're off abroad. We're off abroad. (laughs) Well, actually, quite a few people listen to us in Wales. So we're off to see uh, our Sofa Cinema Club fans. And we're off in the car. But I don't know anything, do I? No. Until an hour and 25 minutes in, Colson goes, we just got to look out for the brown signs. What was on the brown sign, Colson? It looked like a guy in a body bag. (laughs) (laughs) And then you went, that's it. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. The guy who looks like he's been run over and zipped up. That's where we're going. The writing underneath said, Zip World. There you go. There we go. And I knew then. And at which point Ben went, oh, no. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. So it's the world's largest zip line, isn't it? That's what it is, isn't it? They've got the world's largest zip line, longest. Over a quarry. Yeah. And it's high, isn't it? It's very high. 2,000 feet above sea level. We did that, and we also did, what was the little tricycles, the little bikes off the Shining? Quarry carts. Yeah, we did them down the mountain. That was a whole adventure, wasn't it? That took it ages. Well, let's, I think, start with the quarry carts. That's how we started as day off, wasn't it? So, yeah. what for our listeners, what is quarry carts? Which the, it seems like these little trikes with no engine... The Shining reference is very good. Yeah, that's that's basically what they are. The little trikes going down a mountain. No pedals. Yeah, no pedals. No, you just got a kind of footrest, yeah, yeah. don't you? And you just have to steer and know when to brake. But they pick up some speed, don't they? Yeah, they can do, yeah. And you go down the hill of the quarry, basically, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So before we before we get on the bikes, you obviously have to do the safety demonstration. You have to have your kit ready. So... It's the classic of helmet, gloves, elbow pads, hairnet. Hairnet was the big one. We all like that. Hairnet, be clean, be safe. You don't know who's been in that helmet. Hairnet on. We all did the hairnet on. Lorry to the top of the hill. Yep. Got on the bike. Lad gave us the safety thing. He did say in the safety thing, he did say, this is the most dangerous activity at any Zip World site. I have seen people break their ankle. I have seen bone mm. be severed. And yeah. we were all looking at each other thinking, oh. <laughs> I know, I was a bit scared. I was a bit scared because he, like, he was like, don't put your foot down to break because your ankle will snap and I don't want to see that today. So I was like, oh, shit. I don't want to see that. 
And he did get in your head, didn't he, Jack? Because yeah. the takeoff. I was I was in pole position. <laughs> the takeoff. <laughs> yeah. The takeoff. I love that. The takeoff. So we tried to let everyone go, didn't we? Yeah, it's not just us three doing it. There are other civilians. Yeah, they didn't shut the park for us. They didn't know we were coming. It, it's a shame. Apparently, we rang up and apparently you're not a big enough deal, Ben. No, no. No. It was all of us. And then we stayed at the back. Coles first up. Then you have to do, you have to go a bit, get the a bit bum of The bum shuffle. The bum shuffle. The bum shuffle, because they don't move. <laughs> bum shuffle, bum shuffle. Off you go. Thumbs up. Colson's off. Yep. Shepherd next, BMX bandit. There's a very cool photo of us. Yep. Looking like right from the 80s. Mint. Uh, Shepherd's off, light as a flea. He's off down. And then I said to the lad, how do I get down quick? He said, lean into the corners. The more you lean, the quicker you go. I went, great, mint. What's that Nicolas Cage film where he turns into a riding skull? He rides a motorbike. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. I was Ghost Rider. I saw it. Shepard had gone. I'm like, I'm down that quarry as quick as you 30 like. 30 mile an hour. Rapid. <laughs> Colson, woo, woo, gone. <laughs> and then you catch up to someone and then they were a bit more frightened. And then Poodle Poodle at the end. I came in last. Took the scenic view. Be safe, be seen. Um, and then we're off to, we have to check in. for the, There's two zip wires, isn't there? There's a, a smaller one, which I think they sort of test you on, don't they? Yeah, I think it's a, if, if you're going to be scared, you're not going to do that one because the bigger one is big. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's super safe. You feel very safe. It doesn't feel, it's done very, very well. It's not like some lads just bought a quarry and stuck you at the top with a bit of rope. It's done very, very well. And you get the full kit, don't you? Helmet, harness, safety check. And then we're out queuing for the first go. I got back later on that night and my girlfriend's mum said, how are your arms? Are your arms all right? I said, what do you mean? And she thought we'd been holding on, (laughs) like going down a zip line. (laughs) That is fucking great. That is absolutely... How are your arms? Yeah. Well, they hurt, so I let go. Hanging on with a 2,000 metre drop. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I said, it's not the full coat hanger and just going down. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we are fully, like, clamped and harnessed. It's not the tea towel round the... (laughs) Yeah. It's not not the bed sheet round the metal pipe and go down. I mean, you'd you'd have no chance if you were doing the hang on. If you were doing the prison escape, you'd have no chance. Forget it. Forget it. I mean, you were properly trussed up, aren't you? Um, so So we've done the small one, and on the way to the small one, I say to Jack, look... There's there's a little birthday upgrade here of you can be filmed doing the big one. The GoPro. So we go and we get we get the old birthday upgrade for the three of us. Which means instantly it's not just a zip wire, it's a race. Well no. No. It was a race for you, Cox. I didn't realise I was in a ra- Go-karts, I get a race of go-karts, but flying... This sounds like someone who didn't win the race to me. <laughs> so we get up there. You've got GoPro plus phone, video and GoProing. Shepard is stood there, legs really wide. <laughs> Spread. Spread going, I'm having this, but you're not heavy enough. Well, that's the thing. We couldn't work out. Do you need to be lighter? to win the race or do you need to be heavier we couldn't work because there was a there's like a bit of a dip wasn't yes there? yeah, yeah. Thought, is weight gonna make you more of a problem at that point so we, we we asked the lads and we went right what is it is it lightest goes quickest or the heaviest go quickest and he says heaviest so i was like right get some extra kilos on me then we're winning this but the thing about it is is it's quite an experience you know if you're going down you could really see something quite breathtaking. You can see the Isle of Man in the distance. You've got stunning views. You're in like this mountains near Snowdonia. Like it is stunning. Mm. However, the guy has said to me, keep your fucking head still, keep your arms tight, tuck in and don't move and you will go quick. In my head, I've, I've sacrificed the experience all because I want to win this race that apparently isn't a race. I mean, it was quite funny because the lad on the lorry gave you the don't look left and right to your mates because you'd go all squiffy because your head will have turned. Yeah. And then it went three, two, you were off on two. 
<laughs> you two had fucked off on two. I'm still waiting for one. Three, two, boof, one. Me behind. Shit. Shepherd, right. Rapid. Shepherd, what a start out the gate. out, yep. Quick. Out, Ayrton Senna. Woof. So all I can see is your little legs with your converse going, woof. I started to set on fire. <laughs> it was like a shuttle re-entry. And then you got Colson behind going, I'm not losing this. Tense, not moving my head, by the way. So still going, speed. You know that Lightning McQueen where he goes, speed, fast, speed, fast. That was literally me in my head. <laughs> I'm doing the driving Miss Daisy again, but looking round. You were just happy to be there. I was happy to be there. I was happy that the wire held me. Yeah. <laughs> But the one thing that we have got from this is to see who won the race, to see what happened, we obviously have the birthday GoPro footage. So we've sent it all the way to producer Henry, and he is going to put up the big zip wire race to see who wins out of me, Jack and Ben, and to see our reactions to going 140 mile an hour on a zip wire. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You feel like you're flying, don't you? Yeah. You're, you're laying down, and obviously, I didn't quite get the full experience because I only looked straight in front of me. <laughs> head down, so keen to win. I wanted to be aerodynamic. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't seem scary at all, did it? No. 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 Weird Not that, isn't it? Yeah. It should be, but it wasn't, I think, because it felt so safe. Yeah. You're so locked up and checked, and... Yeah. And actually, the ground is quite close to you at the start, isn't it? It's only, yeah. like... Five seconds in, it goes into the quarry. Yeah, when you're off the top of the mountain. Yeah, but it was. Um, I mean, you'll see when you see the photos on Instagram how amazing it is at the top. Um, so, yeah, thanks for that, boys. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Shall we um, Shall we crack on and talk about the film? Yep. So, American Pie is a film that follows the cast of Jim, Oz, Kevin, Stifler and Finch in their final kind of year at high school. It's coming up to the end of high school. They're about to go to college, um, proms on the horizon, and they make a pact between them that they have to lose their virginity before the start of college. I could see Shepard really thinking about your synopsis here. He's really loving it. Because you caned him the other week, and he's Mm. gone, in his head, I could see it. In his head, he's gone, not easy, is it? (laughs) Oh, not easy. (laughs) Basically, they're all going to lose their virginity. It's about sex. There's an apple pie. It's really awkward. It's a bit of a teen comedy romance. That is American Pie. Perfect Coulson film, I think. Yeah, a good Coulson film. And we all kind of said, when I picked this after Shaun of the Dead, the worry is, and I spoke to a few people about this when they've asked what we're doing, I said I picked American Pie. They've said, oh, I wonder how that's aged. And I went, that, that, that is why I think it's going to be an interesting podcast because we all kind of initially went, that's a good film. But I've not seen it for a while. And it was it, it was 1999 that this film came out. God, I wasn't born. <laughs> I, I actually was one year old. <laughs> so why did you watch it? Do you see what I mean? Yeah, I think in it was one of the films in high school that everyone was like, have, have you seen that, by the way? Like, it, it's good. And I think probably when I kind of got to that, 13 14 age was when like sky on demand started like sky movies like films became a little bit more accessible to watch on you know in your own time it wasn't about the cinema it wasn't about dvd so you could kind of obviously i couldn't have ever gone to the shop and bought american pie because i think it's probably an 18 whereas 15 when you're at, i think it's a 15. is it 15 but when you're at home, you can quite easily get it on the Skybox or whatever. Blah, yeah. blah. So it was a film that was spoke about in school. And I, can't, I think I probably watched it with my dad the first time. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tough watch. <laughs> Tough watch on the apple pie, that. Was he, did he give you a little chat? Do you wonder if it's still a film that people are, are watching in those sort of teenage years? I wonder if it's something that people still kind of relate to or not. I don't think it is. Do you think think those days are gone? What do you mean those days have gone? I don't know any teenagers now who go, have you seen American Pie? But we don't know any teenagers. Well, I do. I've got teenagers. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose. And I know quite a few. That was the birth of the internet, though, wasn't it, roundabout then? Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. But I mean, it actually wasn't as dated, weirdly, as Shaun of the Dead. No. So... The bit that I found difficult about Shaun of the Dead was I knew every single thing that was going to happen in the film. Like, yeah. I remembered it, blah, blah, blah. Whereas with American Pie, 
yes, I knew the key bits and I knew the fundamentals of the story, but I forgot so much. Yeah, I did. I forgot little bits of different each relationship. The most of what I remembered was Jim and his dad and Jim and Michelle and Stifler's mum. That was what I kind of remembered from that film. How does it start? It starts on Jim in his bedroom, doesn't it? Having yes. a go on his old man. <laughs> Watching a, I don't know how to say this. Pornographic film. Yes. It's Red Hot Dutch, I think he's is watching. It, <laughs> isn't it dodgy? Is he trying to get a dodgy TV channel? Yeah. Something like that, isn't it's it? It's dodgy cable, isn't it? And his dad yeah. comes in and goes, oh, your TV's not quite working. It's meant to show... The awkwardness of being a teenager, becoming a man, living at home with your parents, trying to kind of go through that puberty, discovering masturbation and all that. Becoming a man, and it is done brilliantly by Jim's dad, isn't it? Like it, 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 yeah, he's brilliant. Sells the film so much, but I think the first encounter is Jim's mum. Doesn't she come in with his his washing or something like that? Yeah, and he's got a. A sock on his, um, his genitalia. <laughs> yeah. Which actually, interesting, um, this must be a hard one for the props department, but they really hard struggled. <laughs> Just, there we go. <laughs> they really struggled to find something that was believable as... Um, an erection. As, as an erection. Thanks there, Jack, for helping me out. <laughs> so they really struggled and they couldn't quite find something that worked perfectly to put in the sock. So they ended up um, cooking sausages and putting cooked sausages in, and the sausage that they used was still hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Movie fact. So it's a sausage between his legs. In a sock. So he gets embarrassed, pillow over the sock. Yeah. Dad comes in. Yeah. And that's sort of like, cue the titles, American Pie, isn't it? That's the opening of, this is what you're going to be in store. This is what you've got. It's that bit of, if this is too much walk out the cinema now, isn't it? It's the kind of, it doesn't hold back that film. I think they, I think it kept getting rated 18 and they kept sending it for review until they got it down to a 15 mm. and then we're like, perfect, let's, let's get it out. Mm. Um, so yeah, so we meet the characters of Jim, Oz, um, Kevin, Finch and Stifler. So who are we? Interesting. I was thinking this, watching this with my girlfriend. Jack's Kevin. No. He's the one with a girlfriend. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about me at school. Okay. So I would say I would be Finch. <laughs> Did you have to go home for a shit? No, no. <laughs> just, I always acted a little bit older. Yeah. And I was always wise beyond my years. Yeah. And there was always rumours about me flying around. Most of them incorrect, most of them not true, but there was all, I, I, he's the one that I kind of relate to the most. And also, he's a little bit older and wiser in the game. Yeah. Like, the way he dresses. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like how they sort of come up with a plan on how to lose the virginity, and it's always a little bit naive, it's always a little bit immature. Yeah. And he goes, one, two, skip a few, I'm just going to pay someone 200 quid. To do some rumours, and then I've I've won, I'm gold. So that's you. I'd go Finch for me. Coulson? I think I'm gonna join Jack. I know it's not technically allowed, but I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna have to say Finch. Finch. I now I would say Oz Finch. But I think at school I think at school I was Finch. Wise beyond my years. You not Sherman, surely. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Jesus. You're the Shermanator. The Shermanator. <laughs> You're the Sherman of Finch. I'd I'd have wanted to be Stifler. In school I'd have wanted to be Stifler. I imagine Ben'd be Stifler. <laughs> Always taking down everyone. <laughs> who are you, Ben? I don't know. I'm the guy who does the singing. Oz. Oz. How no, sweet it is to be loved by you. I don't know. Maybe definitely a bit of Finch. Definitely probably a bit of Stifler, although not as crude. He's kind of one of those characters that, you know, I can see that they all sort of put up with him a bit, don't they? Mm. Uh, Like he says, he's got that big house and he has the parties. Um, I quite like the lead guy. Who's he? Jim. 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 Sweet. Yeah. Sweet lad. Maybe I would have been him. Maybe I'd be Jim. Yeah. With the weird dad. Yeah, with the weird dad. It would have been funny if my dad had been like that. I don't think my dad would be 
quite like that. A good one for you. So obviously, we know the film as American Pie. Yeah. When the writer, Adam Hearst, was selling the film, he sent it off to different production companies and different producers and titled it Untitled Teenage Sex Comedy That Can Be Made For Under 10 Million, Which A Studio Readers Will Likely Hate, But I Think You Will Love It. That's a great thing to do. Yeah. He's dead right. God, you're putting it right out there in the title. Well, he found, he found that he couldn't get it through the door. People would start reading it and then instantly lose interest. They'd be like, oh, teenage, blah, 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 talking about masturbation, not interested. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he had to grip them at the top yeah. with this title, which wasn't a title. It was just basically like a disclaimer. Yeah. Carry on reading, basically. It only cost 10 million and will make loads. Yeah. So that's why they were hooked and going, why? Why will we make money? Why will we make money? And it's just how it appeals and which audience bracket you're appealing it to. Yeah. And there was a gap in the market. Because obviously they had films come out like Porky's. You've seen Porky's, haven't you, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Animal House. Animal House. Yeah. And they're pretty much the same format of this film, just 10 years prior yeah 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 and you know 10 years have gone on and there was there was a, a cornerstone in the market that could have you know it could have come out now because this age group that have grown up without it let's let's add internet in there so uh i think um it was very clever of adam hertz the the writer to come up with that yeah because it wouldn't have cost much would it it's just the kids and it did it did co- well it cost 11 million it cost 11 million dollars to make when i picked this film what was what came in your head when I said American Pie? What was the bits that you remembered before rewatching it? I remember Stifler. For me, growing up, it's funny, you know. Such a small part. Yeah, but the bits I found funny now, I didn't back then. The bits I found funny are the bits that everybody talked about. Was him shagging the apple pie? Yeah, that was massive. Pie on cock, getting caught, massive. I remember him having a shit, a poo at school. Massive. Hilarious. Poo at school. Ha ha ha. You got caught poo at school. I remember that being massively funny. And you watch them now and they're not. It's weird how your humour, your toilet humour changes massively. Like at school, it was the slapstick. (laughs) Show me something hysterical, pie on cock. Poo at school is an interesting one, isn't it? Because I don't think I ever did one. Did you not? Wow. No, I'm pretty sure I definitely didn't do one. It was a door kick down. That was an absolute <laughs> definite. Do you know what? What a great point. I don't think you will have, will you? Cox? I don't think I did. No. And I think a lot of people, if they really look into their hearts now while they're listening to this, think also, I didn't do one. Unless you really needed one. And then you'd have to do, when everyone's in class, I'll go. Um, yeah, so actually, I, yeah, I could relate to that. Colson, what did you think when you... What did you remember? All I remembered was Stifler. And I was amazed at how small a part Stifler is. It's his first film. It's his first... It's his debut movie, Sean William Scott. He got eight grand. But then he just played that for the rest of his life. It's a career, Ben. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Touché. Touche, yeah, can't argue with that. There we go. There, but, yeah, but you, there's a bit of there's a bit of nuance to David, isn't there? Happy, sad, like you like to say, very, very funny. There's a bit. Stifler's quite. It's quite a one-dimensional character. Yeah, completely. But it is. It is a great part, though. Isn't great it? part. The other bit that I remember, which I turned around to Ben when we was watching it, and I went, "There she is, Nadia." Like I think that was love of my life sort of thing when I was 12. The girl playing that part, Nadia, she'd not done much television before, much film, and she got this part, and after this, it kind of launched her career into a bit of a porn industry. Oh. Um, so she did, yeah, she did sort of like photo shoots and things like that off the back of this as um, sort of like dressed as the character sort of thing. So she kind of did get a career off the back of um, American Pie. (laughs) So we've got Jim with the weird dad. Jim's single, isn't he? He doesn't quite know how he's going to lose his virginity. We've got Oz, who's been dating the college girls, but getting nowhere because of his immaturity. 
Oh, when he says, suck me, beautiful. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous, ridiculous thing to say. And when she laughs in his, oh, it's brilliant. It's so painful for him. What is it? Oh. The sort of the idea, I suppose, is these boys aren't... They don't know how to ch- talk to women. Yeah. They, yeah. they don't have any sophistication. They're very... They're still quite young. Mm. So Kevin has a girlfriend who he's obviously been with for quite a while, but they often talk in the film about how Kevin's not got past third base. See, I never knew what the bases were. I had to Google it while watching the film. It's an American thing, isn't it, from baseball? But I never really understood what bases were. I assumed first one was kissing, second one was masturbation, and third one would be oral. Listen, I'm a grown-up. I can talk about these this things. Is, this is literally, Sofa Cinema Club does sex education, isn't it? This is what I imagine. How, how we've still got a show going. I, four series, and we've, we've gone from Monsters, Inc. to fucking talking about the basis. And third one would be oral pleasure. Fourth one, being the, the uh, home run, would be obviously full-on intercourse. But it's not that, apparently. If there's if there's anybody out there that would like us to come in and, you know, te- teach the sex education <laughs> classes. So what is it then? So, first base is just kissing, no tongues. Okay. Second base is kissing with uh, tongues and uh, touching with clothes on. Third base is... Touching each other's private bits with no clothes on. <laughs> right, with hence warm apple pie. Now, you must skip the oral pleasure bit. Everyone must be lazy and just go straight to intercourse. Oh. So those are your bases. Okay, so they talk about he's only got to third base and they yeah. So hold on, that makes no sense. Oh no, fourth base is intercourse, which is what they're talking about, is that right? Third base, yeah. Yeah. And then they get this plan that the, one of the guys gets a plan that they've got to lose. Now, I thought that was a bit weird. They get a plan that what? They have to lose the virginity. Why is he so bothered? Who? Kevin. Yeah. I guess it's on him more than anybody else because he has a girlfriend and they're all on about prom night, aren't they? Did you have a prom at school? Because that didn't exist when I was young. I had a prom. Yeah. There was. I went there for that. I'd gone by then. Open top bus, all that kind of stuff. Best suit. Prom date. Shout out to Georgia Beeman. She listens to the podcast. She does. Did she, was she your date? Yeah. She was my prom date, yeah. She was like my best friend throughout the whole of high school. And then we went to prom together and it was amazing. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's yeah. really lovely. Proper, yeah. proper friend zone. Any chance? Nah, of friend zone. Big time. <laughs> you had a good time, yeah? Do you know what? No. <laughs> <laughs> And I think, actually, do you know what? I think me and my friend, Georgia, who I went with, I think we actually just sat in the garden of this manor thinking, this is a bit crap, this, isn't it? But I think because prom's an American thing, and you see High School Musical, and you see the prom there, and Mm. you see... Because that's what prom was to me. It was what I've seen in the films. And when it's fucking cat's eye, and you've got a fucking shit dance floor, and the PE teacher on the DJ decks, it's like, this is shit. Yeah. Shit cold buffet. So actually, Ben, no, you've hit a nerve here. Prom, prom wasn't good. The band were good in their prom, weren't they? The band were amazing. The band were great. I love that. My favourite bit. Oh, right. What was he? He did a weird fancy dress. The band were brilliant. They had it in the script that they wanted to make it an Arabian Nights themed to make it as random as possible, to make it look as shit as possible. <laughs> And just and it worked. I mean, that band. Did you notice not the lead singer, but the other guy, like the guy on keyboard? How old he looked? Yeah, crazy, funny. So they're all got their little plan. One of the guys ends up going to the jock guy. Ends up going to sing, doesn't he? Yeah, which is the reason I picked this film because I was driving. I said I said I was driving around in the Cali and a song came on random, and it is the song of how sweet it is to be loved by you. And it came on, and I went, do you know what? It is a good film, and that, that's what made me think to pick it. So, yeah, so he kind of, he almost goes down the Troy Bolton route, doesn't he, to make it relatable. Mm. He, he starts singing to find the girl who sings. Um, Stifler, 
he, he, you know, Stifler's calm and cool, isn't he? He's experienced. He's not in the group, though, is he? I don't know. I guess he's the part. I guess he's kind of the the host. He's the host. Finch, like Jack says, pays a girl to make some rumors about him, and he he kind of he tries to make it easy for himself, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. So everyone everyone's got their plans. Everyone's got the deadline, and it you know it, it's who's going to pull it off. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> We see Jim. Jim gets asked by Nadia. Nadia's like the foreign exchange student. She turns around to Jim and says, any chance that you can tutor me? And Jim's like, yeah, of course I can tutor you. And, you know, she she goes around to Jim's house. The other thing we've seen before this is, because of the awkward scenes Jim's seen himself in, he's been walked in on by his mum. His dad has caught him fingering an apple pie. So his dad decides that, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this chat which is one of the scenes that the film's most famous for, isn't it? And he does those scenes so, so well. All ad-libbed. Was it? Yeah. He, he said he would walk off set because he said they were making him a creep. And he said, creep's not funny. But if you let me do it, it'll be funny. Mm. And he just did it and he does do it perfectly. Because he wants the best for his son, doesn't he? Yeah. He's trying his best. He's trying to be helpful. And I guess it kind of shows the awkwardness of a parent having to have that conversation with their child, which must be so awkward. So Nadia comes around to study and all the lads are like, um, Nadia says, but I've got Jim, so I've got to get changed. Is that okay? And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Stifler goes, you've got a film of getting changed. This is the bit that is a bit dated, I would say. So he gets the webcam out, doesn't he? And he kind of, makes out that he's going to film her getting changed and he ends up sending the Zoom link, as it would be now, to everyone in the school rather than just to his mates. There's a scene where Jason Briggs runs to his mate's house. When they were filming that, they had to stop because he got heat stroke from running. So he had to have like a day off in between filming them because he got so ill running. Oh, He didn't run that far. It's kind of that famous <laughs> bit of Nadia kind of strips off and she takes the time. That's all we'll say. So Jim decides that he should go back and offer a hand. So he goes back and he offers her a hand and Nadia says, strip for me, Jim, strip for me. And it, all he's got in his head is, I can't strip because all my friends are watching. So he kind of has this most awkward scene ever. With him dancing. Yeah, where he has to really make a fool of himself. I didn't like any of this scene. Did, Did you, you not? No. I actually think there's some really good points in this film about those lads growing up and what it is to be to be growing up as a man, but what kind of man you want to be. Yeah. The first scene, the pie scene, and this scene felt like there were three scenes where they'd gone, ah, these are funny scenes. We need to get them in. We yeah. need to get them in. And then the rest of it seemed like a film where someone had gone, well, what are these guys going through? What are they realising about themselves? One thing that I really, really liked watching at this time, which I think Ben might agree with, is I loved the character of Oz. Because mm. I think he was relatable, honest, true. And for him, he kind of says to that girl on prom night, look, just so you know, me and my friends, we've made this stupid pact, but it means nothing. Like, it's not... Yeah. I've I've grown up and I actually like you and I didn't mean to like you. I didn't this wasn't meant to happen and he, I think that is a real good romantic story coming from a comedy. Whereas the other bits are like Finch's comedy, isn't he? You know, he shags Stifler's mum. Yeah, but that's that's like a goal, isn't it? If if you're like a kid, a young adolescent teenager and you the first time you have intercourse is with an older mature woman a milf as they call her in in the film is that is this where milf started this film no it started in a film previous like five years previous but this gets more of a reference in american pie so it's kind of like everybody sort of like thinks it's it's from that film but it's from a previous film i'm not sure which film it is but anyway milf is sort of everybody will sort of say came from american pie it's fine yeah, that's sort of like a bit of a, a title to sort of hold if if you're a young kid. If you, you know, if I mean, if you sort of was kissing a girl or if you were with a girl who was a year older than you, that's like massive, massive when you talked about when, 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 you know, when you were a kid. So, yeah, he's got this great title. I just think if you took American Pie and you took 
the Oz and the Choir Girl romance out of it, and you took the innocence of Kevin and his girlfriend out of it, it would really be a bit of a different film. But I, I really do like how when it comes to prom night, and they're all at that house party with Stifler, and it does happen for all of them. They all meet the pact that they wanted to meet. But the way it happens is so perfect, as in Jim has something that is meaningless and he doesn't care about, and it, it, it comes it comes out so unnaturally. Whereas, you know, Kevin has, you know, has sex, loses virginity, and then his girlfriend breaks up with him. Yeah. You know, Oz is kind of really turned into this man who doesn't say, blow me beautiful or whatever he says. Like, yeah. you know, he's kind of mature. And this is all in a romantic setting, on the lake. And yeah. it's all very beautiful as as what, you know, for, for the, that couple out, they've had sort of like a romantic relationship. Uh, it's, it's sort of fitting that it's in a romantic setting yeah. as well for their first time. I think it ties all of those loose ends up really well, whilst hitting notes that actually watching it back as a 22-year-old rather than a 14-year-old mm. kind of mean different things because you kind of relate to different characters more, you relate to different moments more, and you see the romance that you probably didn't see because mm. it, it is there, but it has previously been outshadowed by the fact he fingers an apple pie. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Do you agree with that, Ben? Well, let's not forget, Ben saw this as an adult, and he's still seeing it as an adult. Yeah. It just doesn't have the relevance. Because I was probably more, like uh, Jack said, Porky's Animal House. Those were the ones, probably when I was your age, that were coming out then, which were were, were really quite crude. Uh yeah, I didn't have the same... I only had it now, watching it now. I don't think I even watched it the first time, as in when it came round. I don't think it would have even been relevant to watch. Mm. I mean, you've got teenage memories of watching a teenage film. You both have. Yeah. Uh, well, I was a bit too old, I think. Right, well, let's just take a quick break, maybe have a slice of apple pie, and then we'll come <laughs> back and rate it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, do I start? Yeah. American Pie, a seven. Oh, straight off. Hello. There we go. Okay, fine. I did enjoy it, but I enjoyed it for completely different reasons to what I thought I was going to enjoy it for. I was worried when I picked it that it was a film that in my head was a very different film to what we was going to watch. And it was, you know, like Jack said, I laughed at different points, but I really liked the innocence of the character of Oz, that relationship. I kind of found that almost the high school musical line in that of him mm. being someone he didn't want to be and then finding something he did want. I, I liked that, found that really relatable. And I still did like the whole teen rom-com a bit of the stupidness, and I think Jim's dad is absolutely brilliant. Jack? No, I'll go last. I've got big points. Um, I think I missed the boat with the film. 
I think I missed the boat both ways. Do you know what I mean? I think there's a good film in there. I found the bits with Stifler just a bit like, I don't think I had that teenage relatable thing to him. I did like the Oz relationship. I like them finding that bit of themselves that realises that... It was ridiculous. Yeah, and you have to find an emotional maturity. It's not a physical maturity. It's what's your emotional maturity to these things. That I that I did like uh, in the film. Um, five? Five. Well, <laughs> it's just a... It's a halfway for me. It's not I don't like it, but am I going to watch it again? Shepherd? You see, for me... I really, I really enjoyed watching this. I watched this with my girlfriend and we're both similar ages, so we remember it coming out. And I remember this coming out and I remember the uncut version coming out. And the uncut version, I remember the only thing that was only different to the uncut version to the uh, theatrical um, cinema release was he gets on the table and has sex with the pie. That's a clip. I remember that. And everybody was talking about that at school. But anyway, to talk about the film, I I think the writer's done something very, very clever here. I think there's elements of the film for all age groups. I think you can relate to it as a teenager, think what it was like for you. And also as an adult, you, there's certain different things. It's layered. There's loads of different jokes, I think, going along at the same time. Like, remember at the beginning of the film when Stifler drinks that, drink that obviously has the guy's yes. specimen in that he drinks then later on in the film he's you see him with a beer again and he's he sort of looks he does like a double take at the beer to make sure that there's nothing in it's just little things like that and i, I laughed all the way through it i thought it was really good and those relationships between oz and his girlfriend and the fact that kevin's so annoying he doesn't get any of the jokes but he's, 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 he's obsessed with doing this thing. And then when he kind of does it, he kind of doesn't think it's all that. I, j- I loved all the characters. All the characters are great. And also, I, I relate to this film because my girlfriend, she was in a band camp at school and she did play the flute. This one time at band camp? Yeah. She literally was in band camp at school and played the flute. So you can imagine her going through school, getting all the jokes. And I just think that's hilarious. So what's your, what's your rating? My rating, I'm going 7-7. Seven, 7.7? Seven. 7. That's big. 14.7, add 5 is 19.7. See, my maths has improved this week. Yeah, it has. Oh, I've been, I've been sat, I've been sat on the old school books. I have putting the hard yards in. 19.7, fair play. Not a bad score. So, American Pie, 19.7 out of 30. Before we find out what we're watching next week, it's time for everybody's favourite moment. It nearly wasn't a favourite moment, was it? Should we talk about that? Well, I, I didn't have one, did I? I had to sort of like... I didn't have a hidden gem, basically. Because they're all too hidden now. But we've got one out the archive, so it's Jack's hidden... Hidden gem, gem of the week. Um, hidden gem this week is on Amazon Prime. It's a documentary, and it's called The Imposter. It's about a child that goes missing in Texas, and he's missing for a number of years, and... This guy um, is in Spain. He decides he wants to change his identity and decides that he's going to be somebody else to become an imposter, basically. And he decides that he's going to tell the police that he is this missing child from Texas. And uh, it's a true story. And this guy basically um, gets reunited with his said family in Texas and he looks nothing like him, basically. And it's it's very bizarre, it's very weird and the further you delve into this, there's there's more things that come to light. There's It's, it's a very, very strange film, but it is, honestly, it's one uh, not to... Not to miss. If you've watched Capturing the Freedmans, it's by the makers of that. That's another documentary. So what's it on Amazon Prime? It's on Amazon Prime. It's called The Imposter. I've seen it. I've seen it. I think you recommended it to me. Very good. It is very good. Very weird. Very weird. Um, 
for all that are involved in it, but it's one not to miss, and it's on Amazon Prime, The Imposter. So, the big question, what am I watching next week? So, I think one of, definitely one of my favourites, I think one of Jack's favourites, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think you might really, really like this, Colson. And we've had it a few times on Audience Pick. And they've never bloody picked it. And they've never picked it. And eventually we thought, come on. Ah, I think I might know. Go, what is it? Does it involve railway tracks? Yes. Stand by me. Cool. Yeah, brilliant. Good song. The song's in it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I haven't, I've not seen it. Yeah, great, great. You'll love it. Big film. Big film, big film. Big film for me, definitely. Next week, we're back here on Thursday talking all things Stand By Me. Um, you can keep in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sofa Cinema Club. And don't forget, you can catch us on Monday for, as Jack calls it, that little bit of an injection of Sofa Cinema Club into your Monday morning. We will see you back here next week where we're talking all things Stand By Me. Until then, good night, God bless. Good night. Bye bye. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.